we're rolling. All right. Okay, well, hey, welcome, everybody. Welcome to another episode of How to Be a Texan. Hey, how you guys doing? I got Kevin and Andrew here. Doing good. Yeah? Andrew? Hi. <laughs> Kevin, I was hoping you could uh, open up with a, a comment in your new voice. What? <laughs> Today's episode, you'll, you'll hear the voice, don't worry, because it is very disturbing. But um, today we're going to talk about the weirdest places in Texas. Isn't that right? That's right. Okay. All right. So we're going to talk about, we got two or three articles on that. and um, yeah. Weird Texas attractions that you have to see to believe. That's oh. the name of the article I'm looking at. So they're attractions. Let me get my computer open again. And I'll uh, actually be prepared this time. Hey, Kevin, I haven't talked to you in a long time. What have you been up to? What do you mean? It's only been a week since we exactly. did the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Right. In internet land, yeah. it is. I was, I was about to say, uh, are y'all just not going to address the <laughs> elephant in the room <laughs> there's, here? There's no elephant. I've got my orange soda, as usual. And uh, yeah, we took we uh, took a slight break. I think it's really common to take a year off and then just come back to your <laughs> podcast and <laughs> pretend like nothing ever happened. <laughs> Talk. What are you talking about? Talk. Happens all the time. Well, all right. So yeah, we took a slight break. Now we're back. Hey, we're back. Or at least for now. But uh, today we thought we would talk about. Oh crap! I can't find this article, Kevin. Um, I've got I've got three articles. Okay, so I got three articles. So one is one that Kendra came up with. Let me text you this article. <laughs> oh, I've got. That's such a disturbing. Did you find the weirdest attractions in Texas? Okay, I got it. I got it. So it's called the Ten Weird Texas Attractions You Have to See to Believe. And so I thought we'd go through that. First of all, in your mind, Kevin, you've lived here your whole life. I've lived here my whole life. What do you think is the weirdest thing about Texas? Weirdest thing about Texas or the weirdest place to go? Well, let's go with the weirdest thing first, just for fun. Hmm. What comes to mind first when you think of weird in Texas? Man. Can I answer it for you? Yeah. It's got to be Austin, right? Austin is weird. No, everybody says, well, keep Austin weird. Yeah. And, you know, I just looked it up, and it's not a terribly inspiring reason why they call it Keep Austin Weird. It's just some guy in 2000 that came up with that tagline to really generate small business activity in the city of Austin. That's not terribly compelling, right? No, but it, it works because Austin works. is it is, eclectic. is different than it's eclectic. the rest of the states. Yeah, yeah. It works. Yeah, I guess so. Those are not alien voices that are hearing <laughs> you get in your that? head. God, that's so weird. <laughs> Kevin found this track on alien whatever noises, and that's the guy. Are you going to play that? These are not alien sounds. <laughs> no, these are not alien sounds. In fact, this is Earth's natural soundtrack. Chirps and whistles created above our atmosphere, where charged particles from the sun crash into our planet. So, Kyle, do you want to explain why that soundtrack is relevant to this particular podcast? Yeah, the pops and whistles from the Earth's atmosphere. God, it's so it's weird. extremely relevant to the topic that we're covering here yeah, today. I would like to know, as a matter of fact. Yeah. All right. Well, it is, because number 10 on okay. our top 10 is the alien gravesite at Aurora, Texas. Yeah, that is weird. That's why we had the pops and whistles above the <laughs> <laughs> Fort Worth area. That's so stupid. <laughs> All 
Okay, so number 10 on this article, and this article is called 10 Weird Texas Attractions You Have to See to Believe. And so number 10 on that is this alien grave site in Aurora, Texas, which is just on the other side west of Fort Worth. Yeah, it's not far from us. It's like 25 miles from us. I've driven through there a lot. But you've never seen this, right? I've never stopped, but I knew about it. Really? Mm-hmm. I'll be darned. All right. So never stopped to check it out, though. Okay, so tell me, tell me about this. This is 1897, and there's a grave marker. Apparently, somebody went and stole the remains. It's probably an Area 51 would be my guess, right? Like Who says that it was stolen? Yeah, well, they say apparently the locals removed the alien pilot and gave him a Christian burial in their local cemetery. Yeah, no, he didn't get stolen. He's in the local cemetery. So he's moved from this spot over to the cemetery? and No, this happened at the time. I'll they picked him up out of his spaceship. Okay. They removed him from his spaceship and gave him a proper Christian burial. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's good. But, I mean, the whole thing's funny. It says, okay, so here's the, uh, I think this is the newspaper article. Uh About 6 o'clock this morning, the early risers of Aurora were astounded at the sudden appearance of the airship, which has been sailing through the country. Apparently, it's been sailing (laughs) around a while. I like the use of the word sailing, too. And keep in mind, this was in 1897, so things weren't flying around. There was no sailing. There was no airplanes no. at the time no so what is this thing it was traveling due north and much nearer the earth than ever before so apparently it's been around but this was much closer to the earth evidently some of the machinery was out of order for it was making a speed of only 10 or 12 miles an hour and gradually settling toward the earth it sailed directly over the public square and when it reached just north of town it collided with the tower of judge proctor's windmill and went to pieces with a terrific explosion scattering debris all over the place pilot of the ship is supposed to have been the only one on board Uh, this is one of the funniest things, right? It says he was the only one on board. Seems that he's an inhabitant of another world. And it says Mr. T.J. Weems, the United States Signal Service officer at this place, an authority on astronomy, gives it as his opinion that he was a native of the planet of Mars. Nice. <laughs> Mars. <laughs> so they buried this guy and they talk about they found some of the letters and he had unknown hieroglyphics on this and they couldn't be deciphered um and they buried him gave him a good christian burial so what is this i don't know this is nuts it's weird i that's why it's on the top 10 weirdest things in texas so there you go so my I need favorite, to go. My favorite part is how nonchalant it is. Right. It's like, like, yeah, yeah. It's been like, it's been all over the place. We've seen it. <laughs> yeah. We've seen it everywhere. But I mean, like, it just crashed. This time it was crazy. a little too close to Earth, yeah. and it crashed into Judge Proctor's windmill. <laughs> 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 and then they just conducted a funeral and buried it. They didn't bother to, you know, they call the government or anything. <laughs> no. Other than the sol- signal select yeah. officer. He's like, oh yeah, he's from Mars. Just bury him. We don't care. <laughs> Clearly, I've seen a bunch of Martians. He's <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, so moving on. So I, that that's a good. One. We need to go see that. Uh, I've not seen that. And then it goes number nine, the Chinati Foundation in Marfa. But as you and I were talking, Marfa is a lot weirder than just this Chinati Foundation thing because you got the Marfa lights out there, and then Andrew's telling me about these weird storefronts and all. Marfa sounds like a destination of weirdness all into itself. Mm-hmm. So the Marfa lights are kind of weird. 
yeah. I just you know I just watched some YouTube videos, and if y'all haven't seen that, look up go YouTube the Marfa lights. You know what I think causes those lights? Volcano and its magnetic field. <laughs> this is a sound that aliens from another planet could hear if they figured out how to listen for it. Scientists on Earth call it auroral kilometric radiation. It is oh, gen- there you go. I think that's is related to the aurora crash. It's created the Marfa lights as well. <laughs> that Martian. <laughs> They're all related. The pops and whistles from the Earth's atmosphere creates the Marfa lights. I don't. It's weird. Yeah. Well, we just watched it, and they're bright like, you know, Q-beams on the horizon, but not above the mountains. Uh, they're, anyway. Yeah, it is weird. They're not above the mountains. No. They're like eye level. Yeah. It, yeah. Off in the horizon. Yeah, and I asked Kevin, I'm like, is that like a volcano? He's like, Kyle, you're an idiot. No, it's not a volcano. No, it's not a volcano. It's from the Earth's <laughs> magnetic pops and whistles. So, so anyway, apparently I need to go to Marfa. So that's going on in Marfa, and apparently it's also a destination to go and see art. Yeah, that's what this thing is. This Chinati Foundation yeah. is, and it's gigantic. So, and then out. apparently there's a, there's a replica of a Prada store just out in a pasture somewhere. That's weird. It's an art exhibit. Prada. And then apparently you can go there and go camping. Or, do you, do or, you own or any glamping? Do you? Own, oh yeah, no. Your wife just glamping. said the the Yerks. No, yeah. wait a minute. I looked that up. Hold on. Yerks and whistles. You know, this is a yurt. <laughs> y u r t. Oh, you yurt. can you can rent a yurt out in Marfa, and that's your glamping opportunity. So there's these round looking weird campsites, and you can go out and rent it, camp in it. There you go. Watch the Marfa lights and. Very bizarre. That's weird. I've never been there. I hadn't been there. But it's out in the, uh, it's way out west. So it's out kind of in the dip of, um, you know, I don't know, the Panhandle. Way, way out west. Yeah. I have a lot of friends that go there. Really? Yeah. It's pretty hip. There are a lot of hipsters out there and stuff. Okay. And I asked There's Kevin if they- a wine shop out there. Not to be confused with hippies. But uh, hipsters and what's the difference between a hipster and a hippie? Probably some hippies out there. Yeah, hipsters are like off-brand hippies, I would say. Hipsters. Really? Yeah, hipsters sound like a cooler version of a hippie. Yeah, probably. I'm, I don't know. I'm just saying they're a lot more pretentious. I'd say. Oh, like they're a rung above a hippie. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hippies are, or hipsters are like. Uh, how would you describe a hipster? I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. They're the guy with the, you know, neatly done hair and the beards and the cool clothes and, you know, buying the vinyl records and. That's a know, hipster. That's a hipster. Oh, hippie. I mean, y'all got computers. Google it. Hippie is. What do you think the difference is between a hipster, a hippie, and a gypsy? <laughs> okay, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any gypsies still out there today in America? You, did you just bring up gypsy because it rhymes with hippie? Kind of. Yeah. Well, it reminds me of somebody that's just kind of like doesn't care. And whatever. I wonder if there's a gypsy settlement in Texas. There's got to be. I don't know. That would be weird. That would be a weird destination. All right. Number eight on our list is the Dinosaur Valley State Park in Glen Rose. And you said you've been there as a kid? I think so. I think maybe we took a field trip there or something. Oh, it's not far from here. That sounds right. No, I've never been there, but it's got like these giant, let's go, like I said, giant T-Rex, you know, whatever, statue. You can go around and look at that. Then all these probably dinosaur prints and all that. That's where all the dinosaurs are found, right? 
Yes. Yeah. So yeah, and apparently Texas was under an ocean. And oh, back in the day? Back in the day. Okay. And there's tons of fossils. Okay. And then I guess, I don't know how that relates to having dinosaurs, but apparently there was a huge dinosaur population here, maybe after the ocean dried up. I don't know. I don't know either. But yeah, there's a ton of fossils out there. Like you can just walk around, they're everywhere. Did I ever tell you that story about uh, that coach, the Alabama coach that uh, used to go around, instead of hunting at deer leases, he'd go around and he'd kick over gopher holes looking for Indian arrowheads? (laughs) No. (laughs) It's true. He would go on hunting trips with you? No, no. What's his name? He, uh, all his kids go to ACU. Oh, crap. No, I can't think of it. Anyway. For all you listeners out there, you know who I'm talking about. He coached for the Cowboys, and he coached Alabama. After, uh, what's his face? The guy with the plaid hat. I can't he was the it. head coach of the Cowboys? Y'all can Google this stuff. Crap. Y'all got oh, laptops. Barry Switzer? No, not bad. That's Oklahoma. It's Oklahoma. Y'all Google it. Yeah. No, so the coach of the Cowboys after Tom Landry was Jimmy Johnson, then Barry Switzer, and then who was after that? I don't know. I'm Gene Stallings. Gene Stallings. So Gene Stallings, speaking of another he Paris He was never the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I didn't say the Cowboys. I said Alabama. Crimson Tide, Roll Tide. No, you said he coached the Cowboys after he Tom did, Landry. He, no, no, no. He, he wasn't a head coach. He wasn't a head coach for the Cowboys. He was he, on Tom Landry's staff, He was I under think. Landry, yeah. and then once Bear Bryant retired, then Gene Stallings took over Alabama okay. at some point. Anyway, Gene Stallings lives in Paris. Another great connection because we're going to get all this ties back to Paris because Paris, Texas is weird. It's got a ton of weird stuff in it. Uh, back to gypsies. I think you've mentioned this before. There's some band of gypsies that have been harassing people in white settlement for a while. No. Really? Was that you that brought that no. up? No. That's some other friend of yours. I'm, I think Kendra told me about it. I don't know. It was either you or Kendra. I don't know anything about gypsies. Two. I don't know anything about gypsies. Well, apparently there is a gypsy issue in white settlement, Texas. So well, there's would, your destination. I'm not If you want to find gypsies, go to white settlement. If you want to find hipsters, go to Marfa. Well, I'm not going to go to white settlement. If you want to find hippies, go to Austin. Bullied by a bunch of gypsies. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> Unless I use that alien voice. I'm just voice. answering your question. So, Maybe gypsies, I, uh, here's your destinations. Gypsies, white settlement, hipsters, Marfa, hippies, Austin. And, and a, there you go. And, and a counterpunch You don't to need to know that. anything else. If a gypsy comes and bullies me, I'm going to use that alien voice that you just pulled up. And I, Please, gypsy. Don't bubble. <laughs> <laughs> How would that tell defend yourself? It just is so nerdy that it just would, you know, be, you know, a good defense, I think. Why are you assuming that all gypsies are bullies? You just said they were bullying white settlement people. (laughs) (laughs) All I'm saying is Gene Stallings told me once, because he was a board member on this Paris hospital that I used to uh, do a project for. Anyway, uh, so I'm sitting there at some strategic planning retreat with Coach Stallings, and we're just shooting a bull because he had all his kids went through Abilene Christian and my wife went to ACU. Anyway, just a fun connection. He may – I don't know if he's still with us. I hope he's still with us. But anyway, what a nice man. The The point of the story is that instead of going on these all fancy deer hunts in South Texas, he'd be like out there, but all he wanted to do is go find gopher holes, and he'd kick them over because he could find Indian arrowheads. And he, sound, he said he's found a ton of them. Isn't that interesting? Weird but interesting. 
So do gophers bury Indian arrowheads in their gopher holes? Is that what the connection is? No, because they unearth stuff by digging holes. So he would go around the gopher holes, kick all the sediment around, and sure enough, he's finding all these cool Comanche arrowheads or whatever. (laughs) See? Very cool. (coughs) Whatever. What does that have to do with that? That was a long circle back (laughs) to get to, uh, I don't even know, whatever. It's all right. All How about the Leaning Tower of Texas? I've never seen it. It's in Groom, Texas. I have no idea where Groom, Texas is, but as you look at this, and, and it's, it is really leaning. And I'll be darned, he, didn't, he did it on purpose because he wanted uh, Ralph Britton, whoever that is. It was a gimmick to get motorists on Route 66 to stop at his truck stop, and people would rush into the store and alert the locals that they were about to lose their water tower. Isn't that interesting? So the guy that owned the truck stop he did it he owned the city so he just built the tower the way he wanted i don't know about owning the city <laughs> sounds very mafia but but i'm just saying he, he did it for a gimmick it is weird looking it does make you want to yeah just go kind of push it back up the other upright but yeah it's leaning more than the tower of pizza the pizza tower you ever been over there we did not go to see that when we were there oh. it was a little off the beaten path of where we were going I like all those selfies that people take, like they're pushing it back up, yeah. and so great. We could take those kind of selfies with this tower. Then we could go to Paris, Texas, and take a selfie where you're like, oh, at the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, you okay. could do that here. You don't have to go to Italy for that. Well, we we could <laughs> <laughs> do all that here. Is that a great use of time? <laughs> yes, <laughs> just to get a selfie of a stupid water tower. Oh, gosh, what a waste of time. Well, speaking uh, of towers, where's the world's smallest skyscraper? That This is the dumbest. This is number five. This is the dumbest shyster move ever. And Andrew didn't know what a shyster was. You know what a shyster is now? No. A shyster is a guy who or a gal that's a trickster that's basically pulling a scam. It's a scammer. It's a professional fisher. I feel like y'all have talked about this. Shysters? No, the world's smallest skyscraper. No, I didn't know about no, it until no. we looked at this article. So this is I in, about it somewhere. It's in Wichita Falls. Well, you're you're a well-read man, Andrew. So I didn't even know it. Well, so this is called... And you're well-read. The world's man. smallest skyscraper. That's from Seinfeld. That's from Seinfeld. Oh, you my totally gosh. Missed that. Another, Sorry. another reference. <laughs> okay, so it's in Wichita Falls, and the origin of the smallest skyscraper is this guy back in 1919, J.D. McMahon, got this uh, project approved by the city of Wichita Falls. And instead of, you know how, like, you put 480 – no, it was supposed to be, let's see, 400 – I can't – 480 can't feet. It was supposed to be 480 feet tall. But as he got the plans approved, he put another little tilde on. You know how you put 480 and then one tilde or for feet, two tildes for inches? He put a second one on there, and he built it up. And he got approval for that. And they didn't know that they approved it for a 480-inch tall building. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. What a shyster. And sure enough, he did. He built a 480-inch tall building, which is so stupid. So I'm not – no, I'm not going to go see that. It says the tower on the building is very small, but barely enough to house the stairwell inside it. Uh, what does that mean? They should bulldoze that. That's so stupid. I'm not doing that. <laughs> and then there's a Stonehenge just in... Just rip it down. Yeah, I'd, if I could just get What's my tractor there? out there. What's in that building? Crap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nothing. It looks abandoned. <laughs> it looks totally abandoned. And then number four, you've got Stonehenge, and it looks like there's two of them. There's one in Odessa and one in Ingram. 
And the, and the one, whatever the second picture is, that's actually quite nice looking. That's a fine looking Stonehenge they built there. Mm-hmm. You know anything about Stonehenge? Was that built by aliens? Oh, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. You think it so? <laughs> ancient alien technology? Yeah. Wait, you think ancient you alien theorists believe that it was. Wait, you think you got a guy hauling rocks around? One Ke- guy. Kevin, Kevin, you got me watching the ancient, ancient alien technology. Yeah. And if y'all haven't seen that, you should watch it because it's these crazy looking guys. It looks like the professor from Back to the Future. It looks like oh, the that guy with guy. the hair? Yeah, yeah. him. Yeah, and he, <laughs> you get this commentator speaks like Morgan Freeman that says ancient alien scientists, you know, and then they go to this crazy looking guy and he's like, oh yeah, no, it's definitely alien technology. I say, could it be possible that alien, ancient alien technology was used to build Stonehenge? Ancient alien theorists think that it might, <laughs> you know, as if that's like proof. Yeah. <laughs> and then they show these crazy guys. Yeah, right? and they're like, yeah, as a matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> There's no fact to it. No, dumbest thing ever. Oh, okay, the man. number. Uh, let me. Let me. These are not alien sounds. <laughs> let me go back to number six. Sparky Park in Austin. Have you ever oh, seen? Did that? we skip one? Well, we skipped a bunch. We skipped a bunch. Oh. So yeah, you skipped. Oh, you skipped all over the place, which fault. is fine. It's totally fine. We skipped one. Okay, we skipped one. So if have you ever been to Sparky Park in Austin? Never heard you of know, it. Know never been about there. that. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't either. So it's not that weird. So what's what's it all about? I have no idea. I, I don't don't know. Don't care. It's an electrical substation, and then they have put stone artwork all over the walls. Yeah, that just doesn't do anything for to me. make it into a three D cottage yeah. or, coll- or collage. Yeah, it doesn't cottage. Do doesn't do anything for me. It's comprised of stones, broken dishes, mirror balls, stucco shells, and various other items. I don't give a holy flip about that. Let's go to number three. <laughs> you backed up together. <laughs> okay, delete. <laughs> so let's go. Let's go to the one that I do like, and that's the and that's number three, the Cadillac Ranch in Amarillo. Now that's cool. They, there's actually two versions of that out in Amarillo. There's the Cadillac Ranch, which has been there forever, and. Um, I say forever. It was only 1974. You believe that? It's only been there since 74. Well, it's forever to me and you, well, considering we were four years old at the time. Yeah. No, I was five. We're five. Sorry I'm about five. that. five. Hey, give me that. Come on now. Sorry for me to misage you. Whatever. Whatevs. <laughs> hey, and then there's this other one that's called the VW Slugbug Ranch, and that's a knockoff, but it's out there too. And so, but let's go to the Cadillac Ranch. So... That is, and it's been moved once. I actually went back last night and I was watching this thing on how they moved it. They had to move it because of the development and the growth of Amarillo. So it was right there on whatever, 20 or whatever, Interstate 20. And, and Amarillo was spreading out, so they came in, they, they uprooted all 10 of these Cadillacs and moved it out even further. And I have seen this. I've driven by this. It's really cool. So it's these, these 10 old, old, old caddies, these, I don't know, 50, 60-year uh, caddies and built in the 60s and they're they're buried halfway in angled up and um, the encouragement is to come by and paint them and so once a year they come by and they basically repaint them all in a generic color and then as motorists come by they can go by and put their own spin on each of the caddies isn't that cool cool i think that's cool it's very cool and the most popular phase but it's still pointless though 
It's just as pointless as that's the, so defeating. That's like saying a Monet was pointless. This is not a Monet. Whatever. <laughs> it's the same thing. If you create art, I'm here to appreciate that. I'm just it's using a, the same Kevin. logic you used for Sparky's Museum well, in that's Austin. Just stupid. <laughs> that doesn't count. The same thing. That, no, it does. Sparky Park in Austin, no. Cadillac Ranch. No, no. This is this is good. That's bad. <laughs> That's my total judgment. And then we'll go over to number two, which is Barney Smith's Toilet Seat Art Museum in San Antonio. Now we're talking art. Now no, we're no. talking art. <laughs> the crapa. <laughs> so this guy was a master plumber. This is interesting. This is in Alamo Heights. So if you all know San Antonio, Alamo Heights is kind of the foofy, ritzy, cool area of San Antonio. Or at least it's kind of the closer one in the northern part of San Antonio. It's oh, cool. I didn't know that. Oh, no, it's cool. It's a very cool, kind of eclectic, kind of keep Austin weird type area of San Antonio. It's got the old, cool homes in it and whatnot. And, um, yeah, so this guy was a former plumber, and he just started doing this for kicks. And uh, so you can still go down there today. I think he's older than dirt, but he's still out there all the time. And... Um, and so he had over, this is in May of 16, he still had over 1,200 seats on display. And uh, he'll take your seat, and if, if you basically win a spot, then he'll, you know, he'll sign it for you and whatever. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Have you heard of this guy before? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'd never heard of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then so he get, stole 1,200 seats from his customers over the years. Seriously. Over the years. If you're a master plumber, <laughs> you're going around and fixing, repairing, and replacing my toilet, you think I really give a flip if you take my toilet seat? Well, why wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, it says in there, it says it's less all the fecal material. So at least he gives it a nice cleaning before he does art on it. So I think that's kind of a plus. Nice. So, yeah. But so. if he hung it on the wall of the salt palace, he wouldn't have to worry about cleaning it because the salt palace the salt would take care of all the bacteria. From an infection matter. control perspective, the salt palace is nasty. <laughs> so, nasty. the salt palace is this thing in Grand Saline, Texas, and Grand Saline's out east. So, it's east of DFW. So, I looked it up last night on because I this is one I may go to. I may go lick the wall. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? That's weird. Whatever. You, I, I mean, how many places? This is where Morton Salt. Uh, mines all their salt. Well, not all of it, but a lot of salt. Yeah. So you know how much salt is under there? Uh, and it's it a says, 250 million year old salt deposit. Okay. And so it says it's what? That, four, that means there's a lot of salt. It's a crap ton of salt. And it's like four miles under the surface. Something ridiculous. That's crazy. Four, how, do you, how do you mine four miles it, down? I think it's because that, like we talked about, there was a prehistoric was ocean, ocean so that's over what, Texas. Yeah. yeah, that's what it says. It was ocean so here in Texas. Went. It just sedimented down, if that's a word. Yep. And then now Morton Salt is making money off of just digging up salt. Anyway. Salt. But the Salt Palace is Dinos. what the weird place is. Yeah. So what's the Salt Palace? The Salt Palace, there's actually a part of that sediment that is on the surface out in Grand Saline, and that's where they've built this, and it's been there forever. And there's apparently some salt wall, and you can go lick the salt wall. That's this says that the whole cabin is made out of salt. What? That's the weirdest thing I ever heard. It's made out of salt, and you can go lick the walls. I, I say yes. <laughs> I say yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. From an infection control perspective, that just does not sound. I, what what I do is I take I take a plate of a plate of fried eggs, uh-huh. and, and just, then just kind of just shimmy off yeah. a little wall. 
That sounds it's great. Some perfectly seasoned. But it sounds like eggs. a lot of work just to put some salt on it. Just your take eggs. some fried eggs out to Grand Saline and shake it. Sounds some. like a lot of work to lick a wall, too. I know. Hey, I agree. If you go, you might as well. When in Rome, <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. That's fry up some eggs. Find a manhole and fry up some eggs. Yeah, I think so. So this is the top 10, but I think there's one missing, which is the. No, uh, the, the the Tower of Paris. So, yeah, no, Texas. I, I'm going over to the. the the top 12 on this second article. Oh, so there's two missing. No, there's a crap load missing. So they didn't even put Austin in there at all in the top 10. So this article... No, they had Austin. That's where Sparky's... uh, Sparky's... But not the overall attitude of Austin. Oh, I see. So, you know, if you say keep Austin weird, and the 10 weird Texas attractions, Austin's not even on there. I think this is a flawed article. So it looks like (laughs) by Elizabeth Abrahamson... One year ago, three years ago, can't read. No, I think it's a pretty good article. I think she neglected a couple, though. She's probably from Canada or something. Canada. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, seriously, you're going to write that, and you're not even going to put Austin in there or the the Eiffel Tower in Paris. No, that's a miss. I agree with that. That's a swing and a miss. I agree with that. And she didn't put the Marfa lights on there. She just put that Chinati foundation in Marfa. That's a little uppity, isn't it? Yeah. She's a hipster. She's a Canadian. I guarantee you she's a Canadian, Canadian gypsy hipster. hipster. <laughs> <laughs> so then if you go over to this other, this onlyinourstate.com website, I'm, I'm quoting, I'm citing my reference, Andrew. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Well, hey, for in, instead of You better, can't just put .com onto the end of a sentence and claim that that's a valid <laughs> reference. Google it, sucker. <laughs> you can't claim that .com. That's right. Just, <laughs> okay. So this this one is, is an article that says, these 12 weird places in Texas are as strange as it gets. And the first one, so we're going to get to the Eiffel Tower in Paris because Paris is one of my favorite ones. Uh, but the big bubble in Houston and you said you've never seen it. I've never seen never it's, heard of it. It's the there's this like pond and it's a big red button and and tourists are, are encouraged to go and hit the big red button. And where's the button at? There's a button at down here in that little amphitheater that's overlooking this little pond and apparently you're supposed to hit this big red button to try to keep this beast at bay that's under the waters lurking under the waters and it sends up a bunch of air bubbles and it keeps the monster at bay. For real. Oh, but what it really does is it keeps that little bay from being stagnant. I think so. That's what it says right here. Interesting. Yeah, well, you read better than I do. Huh. But I'm saying, I love quoting. So you press that button and a big bubble comes up in the pond. You ever do that when you're like in a tense conversation with somebody and you're like, are you really going to hit that big red button right now? (laughs) I've done that before. It makes for a very tense conversation. I say it like this. Are you really going to hit the big red button? (laughs) Are you prepared to hit the big red button at this point in our conversation? I don't yeah. think so. See, that's, that's a good one. I should add that voice into my negotiating strategy in the future. And then it goes to this Roy City uh, Futuro house, and it looks like this round, weird-looking... looks like a spaceship. It does look like a spaceship. Hey, you know what, Caroline, my daughter, she just got a ticket in Roy City. Hmm. And it's a total pain to get that thing figured out, so hmm. whatever. Okay, Roy City. I, I'm not even going to... That's just weird. Superconducting super collider. That yeah. was a miss on the other one. Yeah, yeah. No, that's it. So, well, Waxahachie. Yeah, yeah. I think we learned a lot. It's a good spot. You think we learned a lot <laughs> from that exercise? Oh, yeah. That was yeah. like all through the 90s. Oh, significant. And we built this multi-billion dollar giant ring in Waxahachie 
there was a tunnel under the earth, right? Mm-hmm. And the whole point was to, and it, I don't know how many miles in diameter the circle was, but it was gigantic so that you could do this super collider to learn how to, what, create energy or, I don't know. What were they doing? They learned about, uh, I don't know a lot about it, but just the behavior of how particles work, subatomic particles, how oh. they work. So we could, like, travel in space or something? <laughs> <laughs> You remember that in uh, that hyperspace They button? were studying the pops and whistles from the <laughs> Earth's atmosphere. You remember, you remember on asteroids when you had to hit that hyperspace button yeah. and then you just magically turned up somewhere else? Maybe it's like that. That must have been on the, like, Asteroids 2. No, it was the original one. And you always came back and you just exploded immediately. Huh. It was terrible. Mm. I was terrible at asteroids. <laughs> but anyway, the superconductor. Uh, that yeah, was cool. I that, wish I would have seen that. Well, you can. You can still go down. And oh, I is it still you, there? I think you can go down and, and take a tour, I think. But I don't know that. It was an $11 billion miss by the government. Yeah. 14 miles of tunnel underground. Okay, number four on this list is Sparky Park, Austin again. Uh, that's Your ridiculous. favorite destination. It sucks. I'm not doing that. Number five is Aurora. We've already covered yep, that. Yeah, we did Aurora. Finally, the Canadian got two right, so that's good. Number six, Barney Smith. We See, look at that. Look at that guy. He's he's an elder statesman. He is. Yeah. Yeah, Barney Smith is his name. So if y'all want to go to San Antonio and see the toilet thing, it's called Barney Smith's Toilet Seat Art Museum. Now, number seven on this, I've never seen this, The Traveling Man in Dallas? What I is have, that? I have. It's over off. It's in Dallas. It's brand new. It's in one of these uppity. Uh, it's by Bumpsy. It's Bumpsy downtown. So if you go down there, it's uh, I've, I've seen this. And, and it's. It's not. So it's just a statue? It's just an art, weird, whatever, statue. So it's not that good. So some, I don't know, robot playing a guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are you going to do? So number eight, Art Museum Houston. So these aren't necessarily weird. The first yeah. article was like, these are weird places in Texas. Yeah. This is just like... Weird stuff. Cool destinations. Yeah. Yeah. Art Car Museum in Houston. That doesn't look too terribly good. The Stegasus <laughs> part, the Starship Pegasus in Italy, Texas. You know where Italy is? I've heard of it. In fact, this is Earth's natural soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Italy, I, I, it's it's uh, south of DFW, kind of west of Waco. I think you did a bike uh, event down there. Oh, time. yeah. Tour yeah. d'Italia. Yeah. I've done that twice. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's a good bike ride. Yeah. Uh, but I don't recall seeing the Starship Pegasus. It's abandoned, but it's still there. You can go and you can go see it. And that. what is this supposed to be? It... Uh, it, it I don't know. It was closed up. It was in a family entertainment center that closed up in 2007. And, and yeah. But it's not because, I mean, do they think like a starship crashed in Italy also? No, this no. is, this is this just, just a, a, this is just like Six Flags gag. Oh, I see. Yeah. No, it's a gag. And they picked Italy because there's so much tourism there. They thought they would have a good business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's not a lot of people down in Italy, but they do put on a nice, uh, a nice bike ride. So there you go. If you if you ride your bike by here, you can take a selfie. And then the Cathedral of Junk in Austin, that's their 10th one. And I have seen that. That's by the river. That's by the Colorado River down by all those cool restaurants. 60 tons of junk piled up in someone's backyard. And he's adding to it. He just keeps adding on. So apparently people go by and see this. Wow. Yeah. So it's still it's still going. Uh, I don't know anything about Andrew, you know about these Hueco tanks. How do you say that? Hueco tanks in El Paso? Hueco tanks, yeah. Yeah. And you're saying what? Tell me, tell me again what you said. Uh, uh, that is where 
the grading system for bouldering rock climbing was created. So bouldering is like rock climbing, but you do it on boulders oh. or like <coughs> edit that up. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't edit it anymore. Uh, well, all right, I guess it's in there then. <laughs> Um, so, okay, so th- this is like... It's... So, bouldering is like shorter rock climbing. Okay. And you typically do it on boulders. And, and you, different wh- routes have different difficulty grades. Oh. And the grading system for that was invented there. Okay. No, I'd like that. Okay. Did you ever see that movie Cliffhanger? You ever see I that? I think so. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. <laughs> it made me nervous though because you know i have this kind of fear of heights and then the whole thing about like climbing scaling up a mountain by yourself with no ropes or anything no I'm no that makes me tense even yeah, thinking was about that it. the uh what's that guy's name sylvester stallone oh that was, was this was a movie now there's oh, another okay. one where the guy just went up el capitan yeah. in yosemite mm-hmm. he just did that and there's a documentary yeah, on that that dude's insane yeah no that was really good um but it was it was that'll make your palms sweat. Well, apparently not his because he did it. Well, he was chalking up. He had that you gotta chalk it up the yeah. whole time. Maybe I should chalk up before I like type a paper on the computer. <laughs> Just every day. It's kind of messy and unnecessary. <laughs> <Just so. laughs> or you know how LeBron, you know, opens up a game where he like gets his chalk and he does yeah. a big clap. Maybe That's I should, should do that do. before I type like a white paper or something. Before you send an email. Is that a good idea? Before every email response. <laughs> This is going to be an amazing email. Do you really want to press the red button with your <laughs> response to my email? I don't think so. <laughs> Just chalked up. No, I love the space voice. Okay, then uh, number 12 is the Kettle House in Galveston. You guys said you, you were familiar with that. I'm not as familiar with that. But I'm not. It looks no, like I've a never giant kettle. I've never heard of it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything about that. looks like a giant kettle, looks supposedely like built kettle. by a man who used to build storage tanks full of, for oil companies. Well, it's not going anywhere. That sucker looks stout. So, hmm. anyway, Galveston, there you go. Go see that. Okay, and then, well, crap, where's all the Paris stuff? Was it number one? I don't think it was in this. Are after you kidding you, me? After you trashed the other article... And oh. you held this article up as the best article ever written about Texas. No, it, didn't it wasn't. didn't even have the one okay. thing that was missing. So then I went to another article, my article three and final article, and then I'll let you guys go. But um, was this uh, 31 of the most unusual places in all of North in America? In all of North America? And Paris, Texas makes that list? Yeah. And they didn't even <laughs> in all get of it. North America. These Canadians didn't even catch it in these first two. So, so yeah, there's, uh, there is something cool called the wave and cook. Coquino County, Arizona, and it's this wave of, uh, it looks like it's near uh, the Grand Canyon, and it's this massive-looking, very cool-looking wave, and I'm sure a lot of people have gone through there. And It has nothing to do with Texas. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But you know cool. what did make this 31 list also is that Prada, as I'm looking through yeah. here, number right. eight is the Prada art installation in Marfa. Yeah. That made the list. Ah, that's so strange. Look at those cowboys out there. Yeah. That's pretty good. Cadillac Ranch made the list. Yeah, Cadillac Ranch for sure um, made it. And then the Eiffel Tower um, in, hold on. Let me yeah, that's Paris. number 14, Eiffel Tower, Paris, Texas. can't believe that was not in these other articles. That's a miss. Mackinac Island. That's cool that that made it. Um, what is Michigan. that? Well, that's a thing uh, just off the coast in one of the Great Lakes up in Michigan where motor vehicles are banned. 
and it's an eight mile stretch and you go over there and it's got bikes and i think you can have golf carts but it's a cool place to go if you ever what does that have to, to do with texas not at all but then you get to the eiffel tower so paris alone if y'all haven't ever been out to paris it's in the northeast uh, corner of uh, of texas not all the way up to texarkana but just the sh- this side of texarkana I did a project up there. I put these two hospitals together a long time ago. Anyway, Paris is unique in that it's a it's a small town. I'd say what twenty twenty five thousand people, maybe maybe, and um, and shrinking. There's not a lot of growth up in Paris, um, and they have this Eiffel Tower. It's a miniature replica of the Eiffel Tower uh, with a cowboy hat on top. Which that's weird. A red cowboy hat. I mean, who wears a red cowboy hat? Have you ever worn a red cowboy hat? Nope. You'd, I mean, you'd look good in it. <laughs> Just saying. But then what's cool about Paris is not only the Eiffel Tower, but they've got this. I was telling you about the cemetery that they've got there. It's right in the middle of town. And there's a billion grave sites in it. Literally a billion. Arby's. Arby's? Red cowboy hat. <laughs> I was trying to think of where I saw a red cowboy hat. Arby's? Arby's, yeah, the Arby's what? logo. Where they have I, the meat? I we, think it's brown. Yeah, I think the Arby's logo? I, That's red. Is it? I, I, I got, okay, I, I got to Google here. I don't know. All I'm saying is Paris, Texas, if you ever go, there's two cool things to see. One is morbid. The other is kind of just weird. But the Eiffel Tower is weird. The cemetery in the middle of town, it's got over 40,000 graves. And I think that was – and they're all, you know, 1850s, 1860s, 1860s. Because remember, it was on the frontier – and then it was also part of the Civil War. So you have all of that going on and a lot of death. Yeah. And so they're all buried right That's in the middle weird. Of town. That's is, very bizarre. It is weird. We're both right. So the Arby's logo is red, but the hats outside of the old old school buildings are brown. That's what I was thinking of. I don't. And then you were thinking of the logo. I don't even consider that. Well, that's the original. I don't. I don't care. Well. I'm right. Well. Hey, the smallest skyscraper. Actually, you're wrong. The smallest skyscraper <laughs> that made the list of 31 as well. I'm not. I'm not. Don't argue with your father. <laughs> oh, and then look at this. Hey, number 26, Moonlight Towers in Austin. Yeah, I saw that. What is that? I don't even know what that is. Uh, it says before the streetlight boom of the 20th century. I didn't realize there was a streetlight boom in the 20th <laughs> century. Deal. That might be something to look into. Yeah. Cities posted arc lamps way up in these towers to illuminate multiple blocks at once. Huh. So oh, better. Okay. The wall, but eliminated from North America. Austin still has a few of those. Okay. That's pretty cool. So it's see. like a gigantic street light that's 165 feet up in the air so that it shines over several blocks at oh, once. Oh, I would like that. Yeah, I would like that. Wish I had one of those at my place. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Okay, so that's it. So you want to wrap up and do a ranch update? Ranch update? Yeah. Yes. What has been going on? Well, I've noticed you don't have your sound effects at the ready, which is terribly Hi. disappointing. Got a small favor to ask of you. <laughs> Please add your name to say you support our campaign. What is that? Is that Bernie? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you playing Bernie? It sounds like it was an ad. Bernie just got a free plug on this podcast. Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. <laughs> you did have Green Acres.
YouTube, I did, but YouTube inserted a Bernie Sanders ad. <laughs> <laughs> I clicked play on Green Acres. And, and you got Bernie. Bernie Sanders came up. That's even worse. Support Boy. my campaign. Boy. I, I don't have a Bernie he's, Sanders he's really, voice. He's really trying to get the, get the <laughs> that's good, that's vote great. here in Texas. Yeah, that people he's that infiltrating for, the Texas Yeah, podcast. people that search for Green Acres. <laughs> that's his target <laughs> demographic. Oh, oh, my gosh. All right, well, let's give, let's give a rant. Well, so, you your ranch update for, for the year is uh, is what you guys have rebooted on chickens twice now. Yeah, in a year. Uh, you got a crap load, and then you lost all a crap load, and you got some. No, more. that was last year. Last year we lost that batch, but this year we got some more in the spring, and those are doing good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they look good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What else? How's the garden? Uh, garden is pretty much non-existent. <laughs> Other than herbs. Herbs do not die. Yeah. yeah. So I have no problem growing herbs. Oh I never gosh. have to touch them or worry about them. You know, all mine died. All mine died. Everything else all is your living. Herbs? But, yeah, the herbs died. I had all these. I don't know, five or six. Huh. They're all dead. Well, that's weird. Yeah. I let the chickens get in there, and they ate it all. Well, you also have the world's smallest tomatillo garden. It's miniature. That should be on one of the weirdest destinations in Texas. <laughs> the smallest the tomatillo smallest garden. Tomatillos. <laughs> Kevin and I, we had, we had uh, our families had dinner last week together, and uh, and I brought some of my tomatillos over, and uh, and Kevin was wholly offended at my crop of tomatillos. With the size of a marble. <laughs> it was like the size of a marble. They are as God made them. I'm That's, just saying. And, and something the, went awry. So, well, it's the, you blame that on Poncho. The ghost of Poncho lives in my garden. <laughs> the ghost of Poncho. The original plan was for them to be 1.5 inches, but there, something happened and they <laughs> were like 1.5 centimeters. They're like, just like the world's you're smallest. The, oh, yeah, I'm the shyster. Yeah, you're from, a shyster. shyster. That's exactly the tomatillo shyster. trying to pass off these fake tomatillos <laughs> as tomatillos. Well, the ghost of Poncho lives on. I got more miniature tomatillos growing in my garden than you can imagine. So, anyway, anything else on the, uh, the ranch update? Oh, you got a lot of uh, updates on yours. Oh, yeah. No, I was just all your horses went to college. Yeah, no, no, we're just uh, business as usual. We got the horses going on, and you know, I came out chickens, eggs, mowed your yellow flowers, mowed the weeds. What's going on with those yellow flowers? Those are terrible. Yeah, it's a pain. Yeah, it's a constant battle. What are your horses studying in college? Well, they're off to college. So One's from, studying psychology, yeah. the other is studying business. <laughs> so how to, how to train humans. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So from my perspective, um, yes, Caroline's daughter went off to college. She's on the rodeo team, and she took her two barrel horses with her. So Harper and Scout went off to college. And so she and the trailers and whatever, they're all gone. So we're just good, and she's doing good. But we had the the third horse. Remember the one-eyed old horse? Name, mm-hmm. We named him Cy. His name was Cyclops, but he, we called him... What? Oh, Cyclops. That's yeah, we called him Cy for short, but his full name was Cyclops because he's a one-eyed horse. Whatever. But anyway, so we gave him away to uh, this ranch that is a few miles away, and they train... They have uh, special needs kids and autistic kids come in, and they have they need horses like Cy 
which he's real gentle. He's bomb proof and whatnot, and he's perfect for them. So they walk and they give the kids self-esteem and whatever. It's just so sweet. So Amy and I gave Cy to them, and they're using him. Oh, that's in, nice. In a great way. Yeah, no, it's a good thing. We're we're happy, and we didn't need him. I mean, you know, once Caroline went off to college, we. Don't, I mean, I'm, plus he's a short little sucker. You know, Cy's only fourteen hands tall, so he's a. You couldn't even. You know, you couldn't ride him. He's too short. Yeah, your feet drag on the ground. So he's a one-eyed, one-horse. <laughs> that was know. terrible. Yeah, that's <laughs> a, a joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that. So so anyway. So that's the horses. We still got the donkeys. Um, what about the rat infestation? How's that I, going? No, no. I've had rats this year, uh, but nothing <laughs> terrible. I've had rats. Nothing, not like last year. Last year was I don't awful. Know, last year was rat NATO. So I've had grasshopper NATO. <laughs> I've had rat NATO this year, and I had no snakes. And but Kathy and Patrick, they got snakes all over the place back there. They've just had five snakes in the last three weeks. Big snakes. Oh, we we did get rid of that big pile of rocks and bricks and everything. Uh huh. And they found a snake out there. Oh, yeah. Big rat snake. I don't know. I don't think. It, I don't know what it was, but oh. he said there was a snake out there. No, we had the other thing too is we've had a bunch of trees fall down. That's oh, another update. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We had two trees fall over, and then we took out three trees that were dead. So we oh. we're down five trees. But you wouldn't know it by looking at the property. Oh, it looks you can fantastic. Make a dent. No, but fine. I got a bunch of firewood. Yeah, you did. I do. I got a ton of firewood now. <laughs> and then the fires uh, are going to start early this season yeah and then on the bee front bees are good i collected about three and a half gallons of honey uh this summer which was nice for me that's okay not great but okay so i got a bunch of good good hives <laughs> um and then uh i got called by the denton county sheriff's department make some meat out of that six times i got called six times by the denton county sheriffs to go and save bees oh nice which was cool so these families freak out when a swarm comes and lands in their tree they call 911 they say call this guy and i get called and when i can there was one that i couldn't go to it was in downtown denton and it was on a uh it was on an ambulance and the whole the whole the whole swarm was like going down the windshield, down onto the wheel, and all that, and they were freaking out. And they called and said, "Can you come right now?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm in whatever San Antonio. I can't go." So, and wow. we couldn't find anybody to save them. That reminds me, that tree right there. Every year since we've lived here in the spring, there's always a massive amount of bees that come and. Oh yeah, no, they're just those little flowers. They didn't they know show up exactly. This year. No, that's what my point is. They didn't show up this year. No. I don't, know. I don't they know they what changed. They just didn't find it. Normally they find it. Every year they've been back. Oh, they'll be back next year. They'll find it again. And once one finds it, they go back to the hive and they're like, dude, go there. Yeah. Every year it's been thousands. He texts his buddies. He's like, yo, check this out. No, thousands. Because I don't know if you remember because I had you come look because I thought maybe it was they needed swarm. to be extracted. But yeah. you said, no, it's just no. normal behavior. They'll be gone in three days when those flowers go away. Yeah. So I don't know why they didn't come cool? back this year. Isn't that cool? And then my chickens, I've got, I've got two guest roosters right now. And Amy is That's killing weird. me. She's like, you got to get rid of those roosters because they're crowing all the time. Huh. They get right by, they get right by the bedroom window and crow in the <laughs> middle know, of the day. <laughs> they know where it's at. <laughs> and in the middle of the day, if anybody's napping, they just, <laughs> you know, so annoying. So yeah. So anyway, and then uh, I've got Alice, and then I've got Maybell. I've got the two cows. So Mama Cow, she's pregnant again by Mucho Macho. I took Alice over. And literally, she was done in about 20 minutes. 
Meatball happened in the meat, last year. So too. meat, so meatball came and went. So meatball, we took him to the butcher, and he was thirteen months old, a thousand thirty pounds. We split him. He had really let himself go. <laughs> he was good. <laughs> He's still good. So yeah, no. And then and then I got Maybell. So that was good. We cooked up all the. I cooked up all the steaks immediately. Oh, that was so good. This good stuff. Yeah. Is that all gone? Steaks are. Wow. We still have a lot. Brisket's gone. We got you, a couple of roasts and some ribs. That's it. No, and no, a no. bunch of ground beef. Yeah. Yeah. But it was good. Massive quantities of ground beef. And I know that I know that sounds dark, but the cool thing is I know exactly what that cow ate. I know you know. So anyway, it's all good. It's good for you, but for me, the scary thing is you were feeding that cow. Oh yeah. <laughs> no tell her what you were feeding that Mountain cow. Dew and <laughs> Snickers. Doritos. Can you imagine? Like, okay, let's finish him off on Snickers and Doritos. Ding dongs and Twinkies. The, fills up the trough with like the sludge of or, Mountain Dew and soda. Doritos. And yeah, I got a lot pepper. of orange soda, but anyway. Cheetos puffs. He yeah. did have an orange note. In the oh, flavor yeah. flavor notes, there was and then it's kind of dusty too. <laughs> yeah, and then my garden, my garden has done okay this year. I've gotten a ton of stuff out of it, but it's kind of weedy now. Yeah. Drive, drive me crazy, but it's okay. All the tomatillos, and I got a twenty four tomato plants that are still going crazy. So that's it. That's uh, that's it for me. Okay, well, hey, uh, thanks for uh, tuning in for another super fun episode of uh, How to Be a Texan. It's a pleasure to reboot this sucker with you, baby. <laughs> We've even had a guest appearance from Bernie Sanders. <laughs> but in the in the title featuring Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Featuring we, Bernie Sanders. Featuring Bernie Sanders in the the whistles and And that guy. well the new voice, Kevin. That's that's a real perk. Fact, this is Earth's natural soundtrack. <laughs> Chirps and whistles created above our atmosphere where charged particles from oh the sun crash gosh. into our planet's magnetic field. Just having that new that that with your Ross. Are you player. out of your mind? <laughs> so those two you're voices. having Bernie Sanders on this episode. <laughs> I just like adding to your repertoire of voices. Bernie Sanders is like your crazy aunt down in the attic, <laughs> or down in the attic, up in the attic. Yeah, see, I gotta, I gotta work. You gotta on work that. on that. Yeah, Ross Perot in the space man. I've lost the Ross Perot, and maybe you had a little Bernie Sanders in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, thank you all for listening. Uh, we sure appreciate uh, you tuning back in, and uh, we'll, we'll get going. Adios. All right. Take care.